For centuries, Europe was the center of Christian civilization. Sadly, that's no longer the case. Most Europeans have left the faith, but there are signs that God is bringing the harvest back to re-evangelize Europe. Dale Hurd brings us that story from Dublin and London. This is not the dark continent any longer. This is the new dark continent. A majority of African nations today are Christian. A majority of Europeans today say they're either atheist or have no religion. But God is using believers from the mission fields of Africa, Asia, and Eastern Europe, just as early missionaries had prayed for. In the early 1800s, when European missionaries were going to Africa, Asia, they spoke of a hopeful day in the future. Dr. Harvey Quiani, professor of African Christianity and theology at Liverpool Hope University in England, grew up in a Malawi village first evangelized by British missionary David Livingston. He says what early missionaries had prayed for is something called the blessed reflex. That there's going to be a, a reflex in the future when Christians from Africa, from Asia, would come back to strengthen British or European Christianity. And today, dynamic Bible-believing immigrant churches can be found in virtually every European capital. After years of decline, church attendance in London is finally growing again. But it's not growing because of traditional churches. It's growing primarily because of African churches. In London, on any given Sunday, over 60% of people who attend church are black Africans going to African Pentecostal churches. Just 14% of London's population, they now account for over half of the city's church attendance. After Ireland turned away from the Catholic Church to secularism, there is now fresh fire, thanks to Christian immigrants known as the New Irish. The Irish came to Africa many years ago and did so much. They didn't just bring a religion, they brought a better life, schools, hospitals. All of that. Pastor Tunde Oke oversees the Nigerian-based Redeemed Christian Church of God in Ireland, which now has more than 100 churches. They brought the seed to Africa, and the Africans are coming back here. And for us to come back to Ireland and see Ireland in the state that it's in, it um, encourages us to do a whole lot more. The harvest has also returned from Eastern Europe. The two largest churches in Ireland today are both Romanian Pentecostal, Batania Church outside of Dublin is building a new $5.5 million facility on faith. When I talked to the pastors at the construction site, they admitted this has all been a wonderful surprise. I think nobody came here as a missionary, you're right. But God had a plan for the Romanians who came to Ireland to work. Our kids, our generation has the potential, and this is our main purpose as a church, to give and prepare and equip and empower and send this young generation outside of the church. God's plan, like a big picture, we can see only the small puzzle piece, but it's God's plan and God's way. So even now we make history, but we don't know that we make history. Pastor Sean Malarkey of St. Mark's in Dublin says there are now church plants all over Ireland because of the immigrants. There are churches being planted in little rural towns that could never have been reached if it wasn't for the fact that God has brought in these people. We've been so, so blessed by the arrival of these new Irish. Dale, we know open borders and immigration were major factors in the British Brexit. 
why they left the European Union, but it looks like the Brits are reaping some spiritual dividends here from African immigrants. Yeah, which actually, when you look at the Nigerians in the United Kingdom and in the Ireland, um, well, especially the United Kingdom, they go back quite a ways uh, as early as the 1960s. And they are a force, uh, certainly in Britain, uh, uh, a force for good for Christianity. And many of them are going into politics. I know that most people immigrate because they want a better life, but it seems that some of the Africans you met uh, actually feel called to mission work in England and Europe. What are they telling you? They didn't move to Europe as missionaries. They moved for a better life, and they realized they had moved to a pagan society. And they brought their Christianity with them. And, of course, the next step is you become a missionary in a pagan land. It sounds ridiculous in the United Kingdom because there are churches everywhere. There, you know, there are signs of Christianity everywhere. And, you know, you can debate the nation's knowledge of Christianity. Some say it's very low and some say it's pretty good. But the fact is, what is society doing? It's mocking the faith. It's telling people they shouldn't be Christians and it's persecuting Christians. Thanks so much for your excellent reporting that you're unlikely to see anywhere else. And as you heard moments ago, many Europeans are rejecting Christianity and returning to the pagan beliefs of their ancestors. In the 5th century, Ireland was a completely pagan country. A young bishop named Patrick left his home in Britain. He sailed to Ireland to bring the Christian faith to the Emerald Isle. Today, we know him as St. Patrick, the patron saint of Ireland. CBN Films tells his amazing story and a new docudrama coming to theaters just in time for St. Patrick's Day. Log on to IamPatrick.com to find a cinema near you and to buy tickets for this film. You won't want to miss it. The best way to learn about, honor, and celebrate Patrick this St. Patty's Day.